Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. I am joined by the Rebel Transformative Leader today, Louisa, all the way from Cyprus. I'm so excited. I'm loving. We were talking prior to recording of just the power of the internet, the power of social media, how we're able to connect worldwide. It is so incredible to have you here today. And without further ado, Louisa, welcome to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Hi, Hemi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited uh, also because it is the beginning of the new year. It is the beginning of a new quarter. So we entrepreneurs are all fired up (laughs) and ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's something about that new year. It's just, it's a fresh start. It just feels so energizing, so good. And I'm so excited for it. So tell us more about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Who do you help? Give us the rundown. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, you, your introduction, Rebel Transformative Leader, already uh, tells us something about me, uh, more in general. So to be a little bit more specific, uh, um, I am a mom as well, as I was mentioning before we started recording, and my daughter is 26 years old. She, ju- she, ju- she just turned 26, so it has been a long journey. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, um, but as you were sharing, uh, we are always mom since the beginning uh, <laughs> and we will always be. So uh, apart from being a mom, uh, I consider myself uh, a very blessed human being. And uh, I am also an entrepreneur. I have been an entrepreneur for 25 years and I have been in, in the coaching industry for 15 years. So uh, for the first uh, uh, 11, uh, 12 years, uh, I have served, I have been very blessed to serve a lot of CEOs, C-suites, executives of Fortune 500s, of big organizations worldwide, 20 plus countries in the world. And I have helped them to develop their leadership, to tap into their emotional power in order, instead of, you know, hiding away from emotions and to empower their teams uh, and to grow together and to help their their companies thrive. And uh, after a while, let's say a few years ago, um, I realized that uh, companies with different, uh, from a different environment were starting reaching out and those companies were smaller and they also were mainly led by female entrepreneurs. And so we asked ourselves uh, if that was a sign. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> the answer that we had was, yes, it is a sign. Go for it. Okay. So uh, we actually, a couple of years ago, started to uh, implement uh, uh, and um, let's say uh, beta test uh, new programs that were specifically created for uh, female entrepreneurs, uh, small business owners, uh, and mompreneurs, uh, uh, typically in a scale-up phase. That, mm-hmm. that is where we are positioned now today. And um, so that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, 
That's wonderful. And I love how you, you said you, you know, we're, we're seeing these signs and you leaned into them versus, uh, I don't know if that's what I want to do, but you, you took that opportunity to really lean in. And I think a lot of times we avoid doing that, you know, something different comes up and it's, it causes that kind of internal conflict, which actually brings us to our discussion that we're going to have today on self-sabotage. So as moms, when we're starting our businesses, I know myself, I've gotten in my head way too often. And we tend to have these, these stories we tell ourselves about self-sabotage. So let's, let's touch upon that. How do you, what are you seeing as a common theme that business owners tend to do to sabotage themselves? Okay, um, I would say on um, female business owners because uh, otherwise we would generalize too right, much. Right. If you are okay with that, yes, definitely. And, uh, and because because the self sabotage part, especially the self sabotage part, is very different from male to female. Okay, and uh, so um, for the sake of your oh, audience, uh, I really would like to 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 stay uh, on that. Part. And uh, um, I just posted uh, just before um, this interview, I just posted a, a post on LinkedIn um, that was just on that. And I was sharing there that uh, basically creating the structure, creating the systems uh, and defining the strategy just count uh, as probably the 10% of what you need in order to grow the company and to scale it. 50% of it uh, is uh, mindset, is what I call mindset, emotion set, and energy set. Okay, those three components that I call the three powerful ones, okay? The rest, the 40% that, that is the rest uh, is leadership. And I mean, that, that's another, another story that uh, we might want to put uh, to up into another time. But um, so regarding self-sabotage, uh, uh, what I see the most uh, is uh, uh, women uh, uh, discounting themselves, literally discounting themselves yes. in um, putting out prices uh, that are not at all um, coherent uh, what, with the value that they offer. Okay, so um, we are here we are not talking about uh, how many hours. Uh, um, you put in a in a program, for instance, uh, or uh, on on how many time uh, or how many things. I mean, I I don't know if your if your audience uh, are mainly online business owners uh, or they are also maybe retail uh, um, and so um, uh, other we have kind a good of mix of owners. both. Yeah, say. yeah. But in general, um, we just um, we just do not. Um, appreciate ourselves enough yeah. and that's that's not our fault so this is the the, the other side of, uh, of of the story so the other side of the coin is that we self-sabotage ourselves uh, because we think that we are wrong and this just comes from uh, thousands of years of patriarchy so let's say this bad word okay <laughs> patriarchy <laughs> But and, it's true. Uh, it's true. When you start yeah, to think yeah. about that, definitely, you have a great point. 
Yeah, so Amy, this is just a fact. It's not an, right. a, an opinion of mine. It's not an opinion of yours. It's just a fact, okay? And so if we want to stick to facts, because when we have figures and facts and we analyze them, then we can do something. We can change them, okay? Otherwise, uh, or we can change our approach to them, okay? Otherwise, uh, if you do not have uh, that detachment from emotions, uh, and that's another point that goes back to self-sabotage, we uh, tend to um, to lose ourselves uh, uh, into that chaos uh, that comes with uh, um, what we think, what we feel, uh, whatever. So back to uh, discounting ourselves, um, we have been taught personally. I have been taught as a as a woman, uh, and back when I was a kid, uh, that I had to be compliant. Mm -hmm. that I had to fit in oh my god I had to fit in okay always right right I think we all do yeah 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 but this is usually not what uh, the other part uh, of the world uh, is asked for and so let's say that let's say that our uh, male uh, counterpart uh, usually is requested uh, to um it not not requested is uh, um um is asked for uh, um giving themselves more permission to be audacious to be bold to dare okay what i see around even when i was working in the corporate environment so with corporate clients uh, uh what i noticed uh, was that uh when um uh, women uh, were um applying for uh, um, uh, a new position for instance uh, they they wanted to check all the boxes and be sure that they had all the qualities before going to someone and say hello I'm here okay this is not this is not what I was seeing um, uh, the male part uh, of them doing and so um, self-sabotage comes from uh, uh, it's not our fault uh, it's let's say um, a plague of the environment okay we have been um, uh, it's like almost up. ingrained in us you know because of those societal norms and cultural beliefs and just over yeah. time yeah 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 so I think that we should normalize the kind of talk that we are having here absolutely and make it make it the normal yeah the normal okay so um, this this should be something that uh, uh, for instance I have I have had this kind of conversation uh, with many friends uh, of my daughter male friends uh, even when they were little okay when they were younger and I always brought on the table to the table uh, these conversations because I wanted them uh, as a uh, man uh, to be um, aware that they had a choice okay the choice to look at women uh, in a way or in another way okay and uh, these two ways are to empower women or to disempower women. Okay, so as long as um, uh, there will be, mm, let's say, society, parts of society looking at us uh, 
um, as uh, different or uh, uh, less um, able uh, to do things uh, that would be uh, a heaviness that we have in the system. Okay, so what I do uh, for the small part that I can contribute to human evolution mm-hmm. um, is just to empower women and men on those topics, okay? Because otherwise uh, there would be a fight. There, there won't be um, a co-creation. And this is something that is very, very close to my heart, okay? Uh, so when it comes to self-sabotage, uh, it, the most important thing we uh, we need to do is to uh, make a step forward, okay? Take a step back from what is happening in our head and in our, in our heart, and for those who believe, same as I do, that we are a system, a whole system, I would say what is happening in our system, because actually the human body is uh, in a good way or in a bad way. Okay, <laughs> let's say that. Um, virtuous or vicious. Okay, that, that that was the word that I was looking for. Okay. So we want it to to work uh, in a virtuous way, and in order to do to do that, uh, we have to to take a step forward and just observe uh, from outside, uh, as if we were outside of our bodies, uh, what is happening in the inside. Okay, so this will give us, uh, let's say, um, a sort of um, um, a space, more space between uh, what is happening in the inside and what is and what is actually on the outside. So the first thing that I would do just after that uh, would be to reach out to a friend, uh, to a colleague, uh, to um, a a relative, uh, to a coach, a mentor, whoever we could have available, and just say out loud what is happening, okay, in order to stop that. And then from there, I would ask myself a question because a question, uh, um, I don't know how many uh, of your listeners are coaches, but as a matter of fact, a question has the power, a powerful question especially, has the power to stop, to interrupt a vicious circle that is going on in our head or in our heart, okay? So, for instance, when we ask ourselves a question, sort of, uh, um, so let's say that I'm thinking that I'm not good enough, I'm thinking that I'm not um, beautiful enough, that uh, I'm not uh, able enough, that um, I will never, that will never, that that amazing thing will never happen to me because blah, 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 blah. Uh, or that my um, product is not good enough, uh, or that uh, I'm not sure if I have all the abilities and the competitiveness, all the stories that we are telling ourselves. I come from uh, um, maybe um, not um, an empowering environment, family, and so on and so forth. Uh, um, Those are all the stories that we typically uh, tell ourselves. what we need to do in that case uh, is to ask ourselves a question. And a question could be, for instance, uh, what else can I add to my life 
right now in order to stop that? What else can I add to my life right now in order to stop that? Okay. So these kind of questions, uh, we do not want questions that starts with why. We just want uh, questions that start with how, with uh, when, uh, with uh, what. So those kind of questions that are definitely more empowering. But when you ask yourself a question like this one, like, like that one, or another one could be, what can I let go of to move a step forward from where I am right now? Your mind uh, immediately shifts the focus uh, on something different. So you might want to ask this kind of questions out loud uh, two, three times, uh, you know, just before, just because uh, you have to wake up uh, your consciousness. And so just that, uh, oh, this is so what I would suggest. Oh my gosh, so good. And, you know, it's just such a simple step that you described, but yes. it's so powerful. You know, and by, yeah. by, you know, we always are hearing, oh, you need to know the why you need to know the why, but sometimes that can be a very overwhelming question, but I love how you framed it as, okay, let's start by asking these objective questions first, by switching that thought pattern and interrupting the cycle. That's so powerful. Now, do you find that, you know, going back to the men and women, do you find that with women, the emotions tend to get in our way more than men are men better at, you know, compartmentalizing and having that objective view. Do women tend to get stuck in these self-sabotaging thoughts and beliefs more so, or is it just individual? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, yes. Uh, uh, let's say generally speaking, of course. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely would uh, uh, invest uh, in learning more about how we, um, react um, in different situations and uh, instead of acting out of a situation okay and uh, uh, so what I what I what I, I am an, an advocate for is definitely to be uh, to have emotional ownership ownership okay sure. so emotional ownership comes from emotional freedom you are emotionally free when you can uh, distinguish because be between who you really are and what is really going on in you because and that's a point that unfortunately takes a while and and we we will not go down that that road but uh, um the point is that 99% of what we feel is not ours is from society, is from our family of origin, is from our friends, uh, is from our neighbors, is from our clients, but we do not have the, um, um, how can I say, we haven't been instructed to acknowledge what is ours and what is of others, okay? And especially women uh, um, have been, programmed let me use this word because actually it, it really is what it is um have been we have been programmed uh, uh to uh how can i say to take in things stuff that are not ours in order to um 
diminish ourselves to I don't know if belittle is a work is a word mm-hmm. that work that works. Yeah, but I it, think it so does. in order, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So in closing, what is one tip or one step that you could give our listeners that they could do to gain emotional ownership? What is just one simple step that our listeners could do to? All right, identify and just start to break these thought patterns. Again, is a question you can ask her. You can ask yourself: Is this mine? Is this mine? It's very simple, and uh, uh, the 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 answer that you might expect uh, is your body, okay, uh, becoming heavier or lighter okay if it becomes heavier it means yes it's yours and again Amy, it just happens once or two uh, uh on a on a percentage of a hundred okay but usually it gets lighter so if it is if it gets lighter it means that it's not yours okay and you are starting releasing what was taking you down and so from there, after asking yourself, uh, um, is this mine? When you feel that uh, it, your body becomes lighter and you feel a sense of expansion and possibility, okay, then you can ask yourself, uh, then you can instruct yourself. Uh, so um, I send this back to where it came you are not interested uh, who this uh, is uh, or when it comes from uh, you just release it you just send it back to the sender okay because if it is, if it is not yours so this is a um a law of change if something is not yours it's impossible for you to change it okay if something is not yours it's impossible for you to change it so if you are bearing the weight of something that is not yours you cannot transform it and the person who is actually the owner of that cannot grow because you are retaining something that is theirs and it's not yours Right. So, right. Can you see the mess? Oh, definitely. <laughs> that is just so beautifully stated and makes absolute perfect sense the way you described it. Louisa, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Where can we learn more? Where can we find you? Okay, so you can find me on my website. So that is uh, luisaferrario.com. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me uh, on Facebook, uh, we have an amazing Facebook group that is called uh, Wealthier Women Entrepreneurs. Wealthier Women Entrepreneurs, and yeah, I, basically you can find me. You can find me there, and um, or you can uh, yeah. Or in, in case you you wanted to go deeper on something with me, maybe you wanted to. You, you perceive that you want to tweak a few things in your business. You don't know where to start from. Uh, you can ask 
for uh, a business audit session and that could be a good time uh, to to gather and uh, to have a look at your business uh, and to see what you can uh, tweak uh, <laughs> uh yeah in a matter of uh, 30 minutes 45 minutes yeah this is this is real uh, of course yeah <laughs> wonderful well i will be sure to link all of that in the show notes so please be sure to check out louisa and all the value that she brings until next time we'll see you then bye thank you thank you